Facebook friends. Happy Friday. It's Friday and I'm on tonight with my guest. Hi. Mitchell. I'm Laura <laughs> Schwent. This is my husband, Mitchell. And we are here tonight because he gave me a really poopy Christmas present. And I mean that with lots of love. But when I opened it, um, he was so excited about it. First of all, he was like, oh, I can't wait for you to open this. So I open it and it it's it looks really fancy. Like I'm thinking, ooh, designer or something. Getting it through airport security was a challenge. Yeah, he made this big deal about it. And then I, I read on the side, um, it had this little thing, conflicting food advice is now obsolete. And then I read on this side, imagine living in a world where illness is optional. So it really had me intrigued. And so I'm going to try and open it. Even more so, now it's silver, really exciting. (laughs) And, oh, my gosh, there's so many things to open. And I keep opening it and all this stuff. And as I get into it, there's, like, weird stuff. (laughs) Like, what did you do? So, anyway... Before we get into what it is, I'd just like to tell a little personal story. And um, this fall, I went to a company convention in um, Washington, D.C., and I thought I did really well. I, I tried to stay in you know, my diet, what I would normally eat, um, but obviously ate out some. And I came home with an incredible problem with my stomach and my gut, um, couldn't even stand up straight to walk. It hurt so bad. And it was days. And uh, a week later, I had an incredible skin reaction. So my my face broke out. Um, and it was incredible. And I really think it had something to do with my gut. And you thought so, too. Well, probably. I mean, the variety of things that uh, you eat when you travel is I mean, you're opening yourself up to a variety of, of problems. I'm not just talking about food poisoning, but I'm talking about things that you don't normally eat in your diet and your body can't handle that. And it can create problems for people when they travel or when they eat out at a friend's house or just a local restaurant. Right. So um, what he told me is this is going to be the answer to help me prevent that from happening in my future. So I see Jennifer's on. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for joining us tonight. And I see Julie's on, too. Thanks for joining us. Hopefully um, Mm. you can get some good information about my poopy Christmas present. (laughs) So um, I'm going to turn it over now to the expert. Um, I got this book and it's very interesting, but he's going to share with us a little bit about what the biome is. Yes. Uh, I heard a speaker, uh, Naveen Jain, he's a billionaire, and his whole mission is to make being sick obsolete. And what a lot of people fail to realize is that a lot of the sickness that comes in our life is based on what we're putting in our bodies. Food is truly medicine. If you go way back to Hippocrates, he talked about instead of giving a medicine or recommendation, fast for a day or use food as medicine. And that it sounds like simple advice or sage advice, but it's much more complicated than that, partly because we're a lot smarter and we've got a lot more technologies that weren't available back then. They were genius in their own time. And in 50 to 100 years, people are going to think we're, we're quite silly and antiquated in their knowledge. But the reality is, that we are guests in our own body. The the bugs in our system really determine a whole host of things, uh, how we can metabolize our food, what kind of nutrients we need, what kind of nutrients our body can produce. 
how we feel. Are we sad, depressed, anxious? All those things are oftentimes generated by what's in our gut because those little bugs, those little things that we flush away in the morning, uh, produce a variety of neurotransmitters, and that is largely influenced by how you treat them. And so their whole mission is to survive. They don't really really give a crap about us, if you will. Their mission is to survive. And to do that, they'll produce a variety of substances that will make us feel good, like uh, sugar. Sugar makes our brain light up, and they like sugar. Um, Or they'll make us feel bad. We drink alcohol. We produce a toxic metabolite. It kills them, makes our brain and the rest of us feel foggy and and poorly, and it's just their way of trying to survive. It's just an innate uh, ability. And so... The, the benefit of this little kit is that, you know, this isn't foreign to us. We've done this little kit before, and a lot of times it was, um, I'm trying to think of how to describe this. It's kind of like looking at a typewriter. <laughs> You're like, the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> Vanna from yes. Google Fortune. Well, it's like a typewriter. You can look at a typewriter, and you know that it produces words, but you have no idea what it's going to spit out. And the same thing is with your gut. You have no idea what those little bugs are going to do unless you know who they are, how they speak, what language they speak, and what they like to eat. And by knowing that, you can tailor how you feed them. I mean, I, for example, I like peppers and I like jalapenos, but when I eat them, I wheeze and I'm allergic to them. And so obviously there's physical signs that are easily detectable, but for the vast majority of other substances in our body, we don't get those triggers. We just kind of feel bad the next day or feel tired the next day despite sleeping or feel blue the next day and say, well, maybe it was a conversation or some other issue. But the reality is that a lot of it is based on the gut biome and their health and their dynamic and they switch and they change. And so by knowing what they are, what they like to eat, you can make some predictions about what is good for your body, good for your biome, good for your brain, good for your skin, as you alluded to. And that's where this test comes in. The old test would just say, Yes, you've got this bacteria, that bacteria. This is what they are. Based on everybody else, this is likely how you feel. That's, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. This test actually takes it a step further. It shows what your body likes, what the biome likes, and gives you some ideas and recommendations about food that you should eat a lot of, should eat a little of, and should completely avoid. And so I'll be very curious to see when these results come back what it suggests. I have a pretty good idea of what I think it's going to suggest, but until you get the data back, you know, science, obviously, the proof is in the pudding. Well, and so this is specific for each person, right? So everybody is different. You can't just say that this is, you know, you shouldn't eat this because it's not good for your microbiome. It really depends on what's in your gut, right? Well, I'm going to kind of present it in, in sort of simple guide terms. So it's the difference between a regular car and a diesel car. And so you know, you look at the car, it looks the same but one takes a completely different type of fuel. And if you know what fuel it needs, you'll have a pretty good idea of how it runs. If you try to put regular gas in a diesel car, even though the car looks the same, the result is going to be much, much different. It's going to break break the system. And so this test, based on the type of bacteria, whether or not they can metabolize or ferment or handle a specific nutrient, will give a pretty good idea about whether or not that food is good for what's in your gut at this point in time. Well, it's really interesting because I think that, you know, I was just listening to a podcast and um, they referred to, you know, our six senses and then referring to mm-hmm. beyond that, like the seventh and eighth sense being the microbiome, that how it deals with so many things. And I was just reading in this book all the different things that if your microbiome is messed up can lead to like diabetes, Crohn's disease, allergies, 
obesity, depression, irritable bowel syndrome, um, Parkinson's, autism, um, lupus. I mean, just really crazy things that seem to be on the rise more. And maybe it has to do a lot with our gut and the way our food has changed. Is that, I mean, does that sound reasonable? That completely makes sense. I mean, I know you did a, a, a live on um, being alone at the holidays or feeling blue at the holidays. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that the amount of uh, feel-good or happy neurotransmitters are produced in the gut, serotonin. People may take Zoloft or sertraline or some other medication to kind of alter those levels. But a variety of bugs in the gut can actually produce that neurotransmitter. It's how they communicate not only with themselves but also with your brain, signaling, you know, hunger or depression. A lot of people eat when they're sad, and so it's their part of their survival mechanism. And it, it uh, is influenced by a bunch of different things. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. There are tons of disease processes that are tied to what's in the gut and um, how we mistreat the gut. You know, Cheetos. We did a live on Cheetos not too long ago. That was fun. Sure. I love Cheetos. <laughs> Made a podcast out of it. It was good. Haven't eaten them since. <laughs> uh, alcohol, sleep. I mean, it's it's it's. it's I don't want to say it's just one simple thing. You're not going to just take one point in data and completely change or transform your life. But it's a piece of the puzzle. You know, it's like your blood pressure or your weight or, um, you know, a variety of other metrics that we look at, your, your blood sugar. And so it all kind of comes together. But having a pretty sound idea of what's in your body and how it wants to be fed to produce optimal results in health and avoid some of the problems is pretty powerful. So I guess my poopy Christmas present turned out to be a pretty cool Christmas present. I'm excited to see the results. I'm not going to do a live on how we <laughs> um, collect these specimens. I think I'll, I'll leave that private. Um, but certainly we'll probably hop back on and do another live um, with results and, and just how we're going to alter our life. Um, I'm, I, 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 too, feel that there are definitely foods that I eat that I know I should, probably shouldn't. Um, I know peppers are really, I'm really sensitive to peppers and some other things. So it'll be interesting to see if that comes out and hopefully I can treat my um, microbiome a little better. So you're going to have to rename this. This will be like our nerdy Friday science, <laughs> science live. <laughs> this is the nerdy Friday science live. And I hope that everyone enjoyed it. I see some people on um, Cindy. I want to say hi to you, Jennifer. Hey, sweetheart. Nice to see you. Caitlin, I see you, Amy, Heidi. It's good to see you all. Thank you so much for joining. And hi, Colleen. Um, oh, you see some more people. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not good at that part. But um, I do have a great article that I found on four ways to um, improve your microbiome. And so if anyone um, is interested and would like that link, just message me privately or comment below, and I'd be happy to send it to you. Otherwise, I hope this was helpful, and have a great night. We don't have anything to do with this company. This is a, a billionaire. This is his whole mission. His moonshot is to stamp out disease, and this is how he's in uh, his team of amazing, brilliant scientists who I actually met personally uh, are, are planning to do that. So that's the Viome, V-I-O-M-E.com. Yeah, if you'd like more information about it, um, certainly Google it. Google is magic, but otherwise um, the brain would be happy to answer any questions. So <laughs> <laughs> cheers, everyone. Happy Friday. Good night. Yeah.